What's going on everybody? Welcome back to TTB Ravens Media, bringing new Ravens content every single day. If you want to stay out of the Ravens content, make sure to hit the subscribe button down below and hit the notification bell as well if you want to get notified every single time I upload a brand new video. Now in this video today, I'm going to be going over the things that everyone should be paying attention to in off-season organized team activities okay ravens otas start tomorrow they start on tuesday and so we will i'm going to be laying out what we should be paying attention to in the different reports and things of that nature related to the ravens now i will also be covering otas and giving daily analysis whenever the ravens have press conferences i will be giving those quick recaps that i've done in the past where you know rather than watching you know three different 20 minute long press conferences i will condense it and figure out the hey this is what we need this is what you need to know and i will give you you know the rundown of what happened at otas the rundown of you know the press conferences the big takeaways and things of that nature so don't worry if you don't have the time to spend hours every day figuring out what happened at OTAs I got you they'll be pretty short videos I'll try and also come out with other content if there's any Ravens news or any Ravens topics that I feel like I want to discuss that day but let's get into this video guys let's talk about Ravens OTAs now the biggest thing the biggest thing that I think we need to be paying attention to is the wide receivers okay there's a lot of undrafted wide receivers, you know, Devin Williams and, you know, dozens. I, I feel like there's dozens of wide receivers trying to compete for this roster. And I think that paying attention to that is going to be crucial. Now, whether it's, you know, we don't know exactly who's coming to OTAs, but I'm going to make the assumption that's because I have not heard otherwise that guys like Lamar Jackson and, and Rashad Bateman and things like that will be there. It's not required, but I assume they're going to be there. If they're not totally fine, we can still focus on the wide receivers, right? If Lamar is there, focusing on the chemistry, you know, how is Rashad Bateman doing with Lamar? Remember, he didn't have the offseason last year to really work with Lamar a whole lot. And then he ended up getting hurt. And overall, they missed a lot of time. And we, we heard about them working together down in, I believe, Arizona, or maybe it was Florida. They were working together. But now we actually get to see it on the Ravens practice field. How exactly is that chemistry developing? You know, Lamar with Tylen Wallace, Devin Duvernay, James Prochet, all those guys. How are the players returning that we know are going to be on the roster performing with Lamar Jackson? Then the other side, how are the back end wide receivers on the roster? Now, they could potentially be in the, you know, wide receiver two, three conversation, whatever. How are guys like um, Devin Williams performing? Are the undrafted players, you know, the players that were undrafted from recent years, you know, Benjamin Victors of sorts, are they going to be enough for this roster? Because I've talked about it before. The Ravens want to analyze what they have before they go out and make a change. And what does a change look like? That's giving Julio Jones a phone call. That's calling up Emmanuel Sanders or John Ross or Will Fuller. They want to make sure that they don't already have the piece that they need. So if they come out and we hear about, wow, these wide receivers look great. Devin DuVernay looks really fast. Rashad Bateman and Lamar Jackson, they have great chemistry. Tylen Wallace has made strides to becoming, you know, an every down type of wide receiver. James Prochet, like he did last year, he improved significantly in, uh, you know, off-season programs. Can he do it again? If, if we keep hearing about, wow, these guys are really stepping up, it's going to become less likely that we end up signing a veteran wide receiver of the caliber of like a Julio Jones or an Odell Beckham Jr. We may end up signing a guy like Emmanuel Sanders or something like that. It's a back-end roster spot. But, a you know, a top-end roster 
position, if the Ravens recognize, you know what, the guys we have are performing really well so far, they're not going to make that signing. So that's the biggest thing to me, is watching the wide receivers and seeing how did they develop. Has Prochet and Duvernay and Wallace, have they, you know, improved to the point where the Ravens are like, you know what, them and Bateman, that's a good receiving core. We don't need anybody else. Or maybe the Ravens say, you know what, even though they have gotten better, we feel like we need that big body. So they give Julio a call. Or, you know what, they've gotten better. The route running's improved. We kind of still need that deep speed threat. So they give Will Fuller or John Ross a call, whatever it is. Analyzing the wide receivers and seeing how they're performing is going to be the biggest thing that I'm paying attention to in this OTA session, the first OTA session. Another big thing is just who shows up, right? Are the veterans there? You know, Terrell Suggs was notorious. He, he, he didn't show up to these things. He didn't have to. He did not have to. You don't have to. It's not a bad thing if players don't show up, but it is interesting to note who does show up right? Because one of the biggest things in recognizing that, especially I brought up Lamar and chemistry, figuring out how do these guys play well with each other? Offensive linemen, getting that communication that we have a rookie in Tyler Linderbaum, you know, playing that center position. Is Kevin Zeitler there? Is Ben Cleveland or Ben Powers, are they there? You know, those are the guys that are going to be working next to him at the center spot. Are those guys there? Are they getting that chemistry down? You know, are the offensive tackles there? Is Morgan Moses showing up? You know, so he can work with Kevin Zeiler. And again, it's not a bad thing if they don't show up. It's just interesting to take note of who is showing up. You know, the edge rushers. You know, is, is Dalen Hayes, when's he coming back? Is Adafe Owe taking strides? You know, what are they working on? And how are they improving? How are they going to be getting better? Those are things that we can analyze. And then finally, the cornerbacks and safeties, the secondary. We know who the top two cornerbacks are, and we know who the top two safeties are, right? We know it's Marlon and Marcus Peters, and we know it's Kyle Hamilton, and we know it's Marcus Williams. Now, we can throw in Chuck Clark as the third safety right now on the roster. That's totally fine. But after those top three safeties, how has Brandon Stevens gotten better? How has Geno Stones improved? How has Ardarius Washington improved? Those are players that all have potential to be contributing factors in the Baltimore Ravens defense this season. Whether it's Brandon Stevens sliding over and becoming a slot cornerback or Ardarius Washington being a nickel cornerback or maybe the Ravens trade Chuck Clark and Geno Stones is playing in, in the back end of the defense. There's a lot of different options, but being able to recognize, hey, are these guys shifting their hips well? Have the hands improved from guys like Brandon Stevens? Because Brandon Stevens was in the right place. He just unfortunately wasn't able to capitalize on some opportunities. You know, all of those things. And being able to get that chemistry with the other members of the secondary, because we have not had great on-field chemistry between a lot of players. Chuck Clark and, and Marcus Peters. They're, there's always something going on between them. Someone's always open. We, we want to have great chemistry between all of the players in that secondary so we don't have the miscues and miscommunications that we had so consistently last season. Then looking at the cornerbacks, who's showing up? Is, you know, is like our guy Amon Marshall. Is he showing up? You know, these guys don't have to. 
the Ravens have a lot of cornerbacks. And they have a lot of undrafted players as well. I'll get into them a little bit later. But they have a lot of players that are going to be fighting for these back-end cornerback spots. That's going to be very interesting to note in how are they improving. Is Amon Marshall healthy, right? Is Brandon Stevens going to be able to make that shift? Is he practicing with the cornerbacks or is he practicing with the safeties? What is happening with all of these players? You know, these are all things we don't know who exactly is coming. You know, and like I said, that's a big thing to factor in. But no matter who it is, focusing on the improvement of the young players, because there's a lot of young players coming into key roles this season, is going to be crucial. Now, finally, is the undrafted players. All right, there are so many players throughout the history of the Baltimore Ravens that have made the roster as undrafted rookies. There are current players on this roster that were undrafted. Most notably, I will say, is running back Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards was the Ravens' best running back a couple of seasons ago. He's the number two back. Some would argue the number one back on the roster today. Undrafted players are important to this team. So, who are the undrafted guys? I made a whole video going over all of them. But also it was announced that Diego Fago was able to get the permission from the Navy to pursue an NFL career, which is amazing because he was my favorite undrafted player for the Baltimore Ravens to make the roster. He's an inside linebacker. He has tremendous work ethic and tremendous drive. And I felt like he'd be a great locker room person to have in that Baltimore Ravens front seven. Focusing on the wide receivers, like I brought up, that are undrafted. Focusing on the corners that are undrafted. The edge rushers that are undrafted. The D linemen that are undrafted. The linebackers. There's so many guys. Even some running back. There's a running back that's an undrafted player. How are they? There's even the linemen as well. Who's showing up? And not in the sense that they were there, but who is making an impact and being recognized? Because when you're an undrafted player and you're not noticed in OTAs and noticed in training camp, you're not going to make the roster. No matter how well you play in the preseason, if you're not being noticed in practice, you're not going to make the team. And that all starts with OTAs. That all starts with rookie minicamp. But rookie minicamp is not super um, publicized. It's not heavily reported on because it's kind of, you know, a well-kept secret by, you know, the Baltimore Ravens. Now we actually get some reporters to watch the game. If the reporters are noticing, hey, man, Devin Williams has been looking really good. Made, made a couple of great catches. Showed great ball skills. Hey, man, Diego Fago was sitting there and he was hyping everyone up. You know, any of the undrafted players. I'm not, I'm not trying to single out those guys. Those are just guys that, you know, come to mind as people that a lot of people really like. You know, Slade Bolden has been running great routes. He could really be a slot receiver. That all starts at OTAs. We get to start recognizing who has a chance. Because not everyone is going to be here in two months that are undrafted. Not everyone's going to be there in the first preseason game. I believe it's against the Titans. Not everyone's going to be there. And knowing who's going to at least have that opportunity, that starts at OTAs. That starts at being recognized when the veterans show up. Maybe the veterans are saying, you know what? That guy really impressed me. You know, if you're a D lineman and you're coming into the Baltimore Ravens team and you're trying to make this roster and Calais Campbell's like, you know what, man? You know what, Coach Harbaugh? You know what, Mike McDonald? 
I really like this guy. He he really has stood out to me. I think he's a really good presence. I would love to have him in the locker room. When you have veterans that are able to recognize that, that's big. And so whether you know it's a linebacker, whatever position, making that impact not only on the coaches but on the teammates that you may potentially have, that is where OTAs are crucial. The chemistry, the team building, and making that impression. Let me know what you guys are looking forward to in Ravens organized team activities. Thank you so much for watching. Subscribe for Daily Ravens content. If you guys want to join the airtime, the link is down below. And if you guys want to check out the TTB, the Trust the Bank uh, merch store and get you know a hat or anything like this, check that out in the description as well. If not, no worries whatsoever. We appreciate you guys no matter what. Thank you so much for watching. And I will see all of you again tomorrow.